Hello, Queen Nerds. Kev and I have had a breakthrough and decided that friends will be friends. Welcome to Seaside Pod Review, a podcast about the music of Queen. I'm Randy, he's Kevin, these mics are live. So let's discuss a random song from one of the most diverse bands in rock and roll history. I'm not giving you a kiss. Hey, Kev, how you doing tonight? I'm doing not too bad today, mate. Still yeah. a little bit coffee scratchy after that whole COVID fiasco, but other than that, yeah, I'm feeling okay. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Hopefully it doesn't last. You don't have too long of lingering effects. Yeah. I was just going to say here that I had read um, Fleetwood Mac they figure they're pretty much done. And I don't really know how they can continue on without yeah. Christine McVie and, of course, without the rock god that is Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah. So, but, you know, sad. And, you know, you and I got to see them not with Christine McVie, which is... Which is unfortunate, yeah. Really unfortunate because she'd have been great, but still kind of sad. But, you know, you know, they've been around a while, you know. I should I should probably correct you, too. I'm pretty sure it's McVie. Is that a fact? I could get proved wrong here, but I'm, I've always said McVeigh, and I've, no one's ever corrected me who <laughs> I've spoken to, so I've always sort of assumed that oh. right. Oh, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. No. Uh, that's just, uh, maybe that's what the, us hosers call. Maybe it's oh, yeah, I mean, you are Canadian. Version. You are Canadian. Yeah. You don't know what you're talking about, so, you know. No, it's entirely possible. <laughs> where, where are you from? Leicester? Le- and how do you pronounce, how do you spell that? <laughs> Leicester. Yeah. Or Lisa, I don't know. <clears throat> British never say anything weird. Of course not. No, we never say anything weird or anything like you know. Give us that country we want it. We need it for yeah. a strategic, you know, hedgehog purposes. I don't know. <laughs> no, you can't have it back, you. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyhow, you know what? I'm really glad that we went and saw them, and because it's definitely the end of an era. And as time marches forward, you know, we're going to lose more and more. And you know, it's, I think that's one of those two that I don't mind. Some of those bands kind of just. Just calling it a day. You don't yeah. need to go on forever. I mean, it's because at some point there's diminishing returns and the show's not going to be the same. You know what I mean? Like, it's, so I think at some point you probably should pack it up. Well, and talk about, a, a, you know, one of the greatest careers that you could even possibly have. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I remember uh, seeing BB King towards the end of his life. And then I know he came through town here another two times. And uh, from what I heard, you know, he really shouldn't have been. Yeah. Shouldn't have been playing. He was confused, and you know. So I don't know. What are you? What are you dragging? What are you dragging this whole guy around for? You know. I mean, does he really want to do this? And, and you know, I'm not to say he doesn't, but yeah. So anyhow, I, I don't think you know Fleetwood Mac certainly weren't in that category. They, you know, when well when we saw them, they oh, were god, they were good. Out. Yeah, they were, they were absolutely fantastic. But I think yeah. I said to you after that concert too because I didn't realize before seeing that show, or just the penny had never dropped really with me how good Lindsey Buckingham is as a as a oh, front yeah. man as a guitar player. You know what I mean? Like, because he, he's just superb. Well, you know, I mean, without selling the goat out too much, uh, you know, Lindsay was the shows to my yeah. to my mind, uh, and uh, I, her name absolutely escapes me at the moment. How come I Stevie? Stevie, Stevie yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, she's wonderful. I absolutely love her, and she was great, and she twirled, and she danced, and she was fantastic. But yeah, Lindsay really brought the really brought the rock, really brought the show. Man, it was it was so good. Absolutely. You think we should go to Twitter and see what they're saying about uh, our silly podcast? 
Well, let's do that. Yeah, we got a couple of comments on the um, the wheel spin. Our friend Richard Hearn, a very entertaining episode. The opening 10 minutes were worth the admission fee alone, which raises in Arandi an interesting uh, point yeah. here that we could have, I think maybe we could have been charging for this fucking thing instead of giving it away. <laughs> we've, we've been fools. <laughs> so, so if we're charging nothing, Richard, and the opening 10 minutes were worth the price of admission. Well, I'm not sure what you're saying about this exactly. <laughs> I'm going to take it as a compliment at face. I'm going to take it as a compliment too. Thank you. <laughs> um, and Dieter says, yeah, uh, a killer queen in brackets episode. The banter was fantastic. Who knows? Maybe Mr. Randy will leave the band and do a solo podcast on the solo material. <laughs> so there's an idea. We've got a spin-off podcast idea just with, just with Mr. Randy. That's right. I'll be the Jeffersons to your all in the family. And then, so there was some, again, a few more calls for us to add a third option to our voting yep. system. Um, and our pal Corey over at um, And the Podcast Will Rock, whose format we borrowed, said, stay, st stay strong, Kev. Don't add a middle ground opinion. It's the Sophie's Choice aspect that adds drama. Get off the fence and make a choice, people. Yeah. And, and I got to say, I, I agree with Corey on that one. I think, you, you know, as, as hard as it is to, to take a song that you would think it is that 49 percent and but downvote it yeah you know it, it is hard but yeah i think i think in the in the interest of of of, of uh in the interest of in the interest of keeping it interesting <laughs> we will not add a third choice well and drowse was one of those that likely had we had a third choice probably i would have put it in there i might not yep. have come upvoted it but i just there's like i said i've got so much attachment to that song sentimentally and so. i might have i might have as well because it's yeah. not like i hated it ah uh, lisa malloy says champion for me uh, the song and the episode. Love the drone and guitar. It chills me out every time I listen to it. And she goes on to say, it reminds me of summer. Cicadas in the background and chilling in the garden. Some brilliant songs on the album, Somebody to Love and Tie Your Mother Down are fantastic. Yep. And goes on to say that White Man is her least favorite song on the album, which is interesting because I love that. Well, shouldn't show mine. I, I, I have five feelings about that song, Randy. I won't say I love or hate it. <laughs> Just not to spoil it. So watch us get that now. <laughs> Uh, Black Pie says, great song and further evidence of the variety each of the songwriters in the band brought in those early days. Not bad for only Roger's fifth ever song, I think. Uh, Simone. I'm not sure how to say Simone's last name, so I won't say it. I tried, <clears throat> but listening again to the lines like, mistier mist and the easier lays and the unexciting musical musicality confirm my previous dislike of the track and Roger's simplistic teeny bopper lyric writing bites the dust. And that's uh, the way I felt too. And Queen Rocks at Queen Rocks AU champion, one of Roger's best Queen contributions. The groove is hip hypnotic and the lyrics are also well crafted. Love the bridge section in the in particular, quite different from the, I don't know, AD. What's he? What's he? Uh, a, day, a day at the races. A day at the races tracks, which makes it a nice counterpoint to the rest of the album. The only downside is the production. Well, yeah, you commented on that too, right? With the vocals being mixed really quite low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Uh, Rob Marr, I think a new, maybe first time caller, maybe says champion. If I voted with my head, it might be different, but my heart finds it difficult to downvote anything on this album. Agree with the echoes of Bowie. It reminds me of Rock and Roll Suicide. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely felt that. Um, Stephen Ursel, good episode. I really like this song. And oh, Sorry, thank you, Stephen. Um, I really like this song and surprised to hear so much negativity. That Queen can release a lovely, odd little understated song like this alongside the hits is one of the reasons why they are so great. It's a grower and adds extra depth to one of their best albums. 
And I mean, that's a fair point. I guess not, you know, not everything can be a signal. And, uh, and sometimes the deep album tracks, if you're into the band, man, that's like, you know, you love it, right? Mm -hmm. I would say this is Hugh Jenkins. I'm guessing at absolutely W yeah. downvoting this app for Randy pronouncing Oxfordshire wrong <laughs> and Kev not correcting him. <laughs> I'm a Roger Taylor fanboy, So very few of his songs will bite the dust for me. Some of Roger's better lyrics and love the slide guitar on it. Think I'll be Clint Eastwood. I will say though too. And I remember, I very distinctly remember you saying Oxfordshire and I didn't correct you because I've kind of given up. Yeah, to explain because and, and the, th the other thing is too in England it's pronounced differently because where I'm from, from I'm from up north, so I'd say Oxfordshire. Yeah. And some people say Oxfordshire. And yeah. some people say Oxfordshire. So yeah. there's you know, there's there's regional differences. So I'm gonna I'll give you some I'll give you a little bit, just a little bit of slack. Well, I mean, you know, that's that, that's a fair point. I have absolutely no idea how to pronounce anything over there. So but you know, if you guys want to come over to Saskatchewan, I'll show you some words that you don't know. You know, for some you know, toboggan. <laughs> Toop. I don't know. <laughs> Bico. Bico, there you go. So here we go. We got the name. Um, it's Ben, as in Ben. Op, as in hop, my hop. It, as in it. And Strand, as in Strand. So Ben got a hold of us on Twitter. Got to message me to sort of give me the pronunciation. He is indeed Dutch. So Ben, Op, It, Strand. Says nice. very enjoyable episode, gentlemen. Even though Drowse is a dust and filler for me, I always skip the song when listening to a day at the races. It's nowhere compared to I'm in love with my car from the previous album, probably because there's no particip no participation from the other three. And that got into a big sort of conversation about well, actually everyone was on the song except Freddie, which um he hadn't realized. But yeah, Near get this one, Lynn Davidson, champion, and in my top 10 favorite Queen songs. Wow, yeah, so there you go. Hey, you know, there's a there's a song for everybody. Alex Small, the champion for me, one of Roger's finest. The out here on the street to watching the nightlife, the lights and the fun reminds me of a similar climatic episode in Scandal and the show must go on. Yeah, there you go. Dieter, I've always liked this song. The drowsy sliding guitar fits the song perfectly. Yeah, the the, the slide the slide's cool for sure. And it is thematic, right? Because it is, it, it is the word drowse is perfect yeah. for that song because it does have that lazy feeling. And again, that's where yep. I think that is one of the reasons someone else had commented, I think it's on the Facebook and get to it, but about it being sort of, it reminding them of being bored on Sundays. Yeah. But to me, it was always about, there's a, there's a certain type of working class boredom that's quite appealing in sort of nostalgically in, in the sort of, it, it's just a lazy Sunday and you don't really have anything to do. So you usually end up just going finding your friends and sitting on a wall and throwing stones at a beer can. You know what I mean? Like it's that kind of, that's always yeah. what it evokes to me. So yeah. Uh, Paul while, while by off, while by off PJ Wally uh, fits well on the, on the day at the races overall, but not so sure as an individual track. You can hear the beginnings of a Roger solo album, especially the lines out here on the street. We'd gather and meet and scuff up the sidewalk with endlessly restless feet. It could have appeared on fun in space. That's absolutely a fair comment. And Kyle right. Anderson just simply says champion. Nice. So we did get some Facebook. Like I said, again, Randy, we're getting some Facebook. And this is probably at least in part due to the wonderful people over on Queen Pod fans, uh, the Facebook group, which again, I've, I've sort of, you know, we, we stumbled across that and someone had shared one of our episodes. So I jumped in there and joined them there. Nice. They're a lot of fun. They're, it's, it's again, it's a super mellow group. No one's getting prissy about anything. It's, you know, it's a, it's a very sort of rational, cool set of people. So I really like hanging, hanging out in there. 
So Doug Curran says a writing vote for Champion. I'm not going to read the whole thing here because there's some quite long comments on this rather than Twitter, but it says a writing vote for Champion here drives us a few things going for it. One, it's a great song to sing along with. Two, it has a really strong refrain out here on the streets. Three, it feels warm and personal, which can't be said for most Queen songs, in my opinion. Uh, and four, there's no other song like it that I can think of. I've seen Drives described as American folk and also psychedelic rock. I can't categorize this deep cut and don't care to. I just know that when I put it on, I always enjoy its vibe. Fair enough, Doug. Oh, now, here, Andy. Do you want to take a run at that name? Nope. Nope. So, oh, geez, it's, well, it's an Irish name, and I'm going to figure that one out, and I will get back to it later. Don't you? Oh, geez, no, I'm not going to butcher I'm not even going to try. It says, definitely a champion. Love this song. I ran a poll of my own on Mastodon. Results are neck and neck. Champion or bites the dust. Unfortunately, only two people have voted. Results may not be representative. <laughs> it's a very small N. Yeah. A uh, nice comment here, Randy, from uh, Jeremy Walpole. I'm really enjoying listening to, to you both. So thanks very much for your efforts. Um, thank you very much for listening, Jeremy. I like the mm -hmm. song, but it used to depress me when I was younger, reminding me of boring Sundays. There you go. That was the, the one I was commenting on. There you are. Charmaine Polly, uh, cham champion all day long. Just a superb song by R. Rodge. Always play at least twice. Once is never enough. <laughs> Phil Dutton, I don't even need to listen to the episode. Please do, though, Phil, to say champion all day long. I will be listening to it shortly, though. This song has a fantastic nostalgia. It's hard to explain. It's the song itself, not any particular memories of listening to the song when I was young. Been waiting for the next one, and glad to see you back, Kevin. So thank you very much, Phil. Uh, Nick Croft says, probably the least favorite track on races, but it's a grower. I remember not liking this song 30 or 40 years ago, but it's improved with age. And in brackets, he says, like me. Nice. Nice. Thanks for the engagement. Yeah, and again, just, again, all of you, thanks so much for listening, and thanks for sort of engaging on, on Twitter and Facebook. It means the world to us that people actually listen. And it's always nice when people actually comment about things we've said in the episode because they're actually listening and they're not just commenting <laughs> on a song that they know or like, you know. Wonderful. Oxfordshire. How's Oxfordshire. That? There you go, boy. There Oxfordshire. we go. Good lad. Okay, so how about how about Worcestershire? Worcestershire. That's how Worcestershire. No, not Wor not Worcester. Worcester. Worcestershire. Did you say like W-U-S-T-E-R? Worcestershire. 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 Worcester, not Wor, you know, get that Wor out. It's oh, Worcester. I know, I know. Worcestershire. Got it. See? Jeeves and Worcester. Think of Jeeves and Worcester. There we go. Got it. All right. Although neither of them were, were the, neither of them were from Worcestershire. <laughs> <laughs> very, very much not from Worcestershire. <laughs> uh... Okay, well, we're here to spin up a song, Randy, and maybe you should let the folks know how we do this on uh, Seaside Pod Review. Well, it's pretty simple, Kev. We have this giant wheel with a whole bunch of songs on it that Queen has put out. And what we do is we spin that wheel, and of course this wheel is electronic, and it only lists, it only exists in in the in the intranets. Uh, and then once we spun that sucker, we look at it, and then we talk about it ad nauseum. That's pretty much it, right there. <laughs> so should we spin it? <laughs> so should we spin it? Well, I'm going to ask you again, though, as I always do. Oh yes, of course. Okay. Is there anything at all? And you know, I'm going to maybe force you to check because you've been you've been waiting for a song I know that you really don't like, so you can kind of get your teeth into being a little bit more critical about some Queen stuff. But mm -hmm. there's not going to be that many of those, I don't think. But I'm going to force you to change your mind. So tell me, give me an album, give me a, a, a songwriter, give me a period, give me give me something that you okay. want to listen to. All right, then if you're going to force my hand, then what I want is I want uh, I want uh, Hammer to Fall. Beautiful. Lots to talk about in that song. Great song. And I will go with, I want something from the, no, I want something from A Kind of Magic. Because again, I think there'll be lots to talk about. Some of the songs on that album are fantastic. 
Some mm-hmm. are a little bit less so. So I think it'll be yep. interesting to get one of those. So Hammer to Fall or something from A Kind of Magic. Should we spin it up and see what we get? Let's do it. Full in the knowledge that it's going to be neither of those things. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, we're spinning. We're starting to slow down. We are going to be landing on... Ah. Well, it's a song, Randy, that you might not know, but it is a single. So All right. We have These Are the Days of Our Lives off of Innuendo. So there we go. Yeah, and you're right. So just on first, just a look at the title, I don't think that I know it. Uh, you know, possibly once we get into it. But uh... So did you, when, okay, when the, obviously Innuendo came out, it was the last album they released in Freddie's Lifetime. It was the last one with his, let's say, his full involvement. And it's got a very, a very, very poignant music video mm-hmm. that's quite difficult to watch so i'm probably what i'm probably going to do for the audio here is not fire that up immediately sure and then mm-hmm. just show you a little bit of, of it afterwards and we maybe we can comment on it because it's <laughs> frankly i find it hard to watch it it chokes me up still so i right. can't quite watch freddie yeah. and you know what i mean so is it's it's when he's all super skinny and wearing the suit and stuff and, yeah and just not yeah. looking usually healthy and there's a, there's a moment in the yeah. video and i there's a little bit where you just catch Roger just kind of looking over at him. Yeah. And there's sort of a, there's a very sort of brotherly kind of, I hope, are you okay? Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's that kind of sense of he's mm-hmm. just keeping an eye on his mate, which is really, again, I remember the first time I saw that I bawled my eyes out when I was young. So, yeah. At uh, four minutes 16, we've got uh, the all the usual suspects here playing on this. It was recorded in. Montreux and Metropolis Studios in London uh, between 89 and 90. Uh, Dave Richards was producing along with Queen. And this is another Roger Taylor song, which we seem to have had an abundance of. And uh, it was written, uh, the lyrics were written with his children in mind, Felix and Rory. Well, and you know, so Mountain Studios in, in Montreux, I don't think you probably know this, Randy, but it was, it was basically, it was, it was bought, um, by Queen and their producer Dave Richards, and I think it was from like I don't know late seventies or something. I think they started recording there fully or partially until I think like early 20, 2011, 2012, I want to say offhand. When and basically they flipped that, and now it's the it's like a museum and exhibition called the the Queen the the Studio Experience. So it's the kind of you know it's part of um, Queen's legacy, and there's a a statue of Freddie on Lake Geneva sort of looking out over over the lake. So it's it's kind of a it's one of those places that's just sort of tied up with Queen's story and their their mythos. So yeah, well and are they not part of uh, Montreux, part of the rock history with uh, Deep Purple? I believe probably that they are. Well, I imagine so. I think that happened there. I'll have to I'm fact check that, but I'm pretty sure it was. And I was saying before we uh, before Randy that I my from memory I thought this would have been or I was looking up and was the second last single release, but it was released, I guess it was released before the show must go on, but only in the US. So instead of a more of a worldwide release, it was released as a tribute to Freddie after his death as a double A side with Bohemian Rhapsody, which went to number one in the UK again. And all the uh, proceeds from that were donated to the Terence Higgins Trust, which is a charity, an HIV charity in, in Britain. So, you know, they probably raised an absolute shitload of money um, for that, for a you know, very, very worthy cause. Good. And so this one doesn't doesn't jump into your brain, you said, like, you're not 100%. Like you said, you, you're pretty sure you've seen, or you know you've seen the video, but not quite as sure whether you know the song very well. 
Yeah, I, I just as Kev uh, was searching YouTube, I, I noticed the video, and I'm pretty sure I've seen this video. Now, whether I recognize a song or not will be another thing. And for our listeners, usually if there is a music video, that's what I throw on while me and Randy listen. Um, but I said to him that I'm not going to do that for this one because I actually I think I still, I'm, you know, I'm 50 years old this year and Freddie's been gone a, a very long time now, but I still have a hard time watching that video and listening to the song at the same time. It just, it, I find it very emotional. So we're going to just listen to a sort of a straight innuendo album cover uh, video of it. And then, but I am going to throw on the video a little bit near the end just to show Randy the last few frames of the video because they're, they're pretty beautiful. So should we listen to a bit of the song, Randy? Hey, Kev. Why don't we listen to the song? You know, you okay. do lots of, you do lots, you throw lots of verbiage out. We need some <laughs> fucking action now, buddy. Come on. We need some, we need some music. <laughs> Sometimes I get to feel I was back in the old days. Kids when we were young, things seemed so perfect, you know. So very low key, right? I've definitely heard this. Okay, good. Yeah, I would have been very surprised once it kicked yeah. in if you hadn't, just because it was pretty, it was a pretty big song. Like it, you know, and especially with the nature of the lyrics and sort of the pathos of the video and everything after Freddie had passed, it was, I think it was pretty widely, widely played. So yeah, it was as the tribute to Freddie that I mostly remember it. So right. Yeah, and so yeah, if you listen to though, there is actually there's a quite a bit of guitar work in this. It's very understated and subtle, but it's it really adds a nice texture because you know this they could have just sat just synths or blow bit of piano or something on top of that that drum machine that drum loop in the congas. But Brian's adding a little bit of just a little bit of flavor in there with the with the red special. Nice. The days were endless. We were crazy. We were young. Sun was always shining, we just live for fun. Sometimes it seems like lately, I just don't know. The rest of my life's been just a show. So just before it kicks into the chorus, I've always liked the the cadence of the of the lyrics in this. Because it's a it, lyrically, it's not really a it doesn't fit a very good rhyming scheme. You know what I mean? He speaks mm -hmm. packing quite a lot in there. Yeah. But it works really, really well, especially the way that Freddie sings it. Brian's had a little tasty little lick there too. I'm not sure if you heard with it. Oh yeah. And, and it's get the chorused out guitar. Yeah, and they're all through this thing. It's all throughout, yeah. Sounds to me like John's playing a, a fretless too. Uh, I might be able to find on the liner notes, but it really sounds huh. like to me. Yeah. Why not have a quick look? You I know, I don't, and I don't remember. I certainly don't remember ever seeing seen him play one, and in any mm -hmm. sort of the live concerts. But that does sound like it, doesn't it? it? Does have that kind of vibe to it? Yeah. I don't know if you heard that little. It sounded, you know, yeah. you, can, you can hear when you're when you're descending or or you know. <clears throat> you're not you're not hitting the frets so yeah and the line notes just says bass but it doesn't actually sort of different you know quite often the artist will say bass fretless bass slap bass whatever you know yep. uh, it just it just says bass so i don't i don't know 
But you know what? I would definitely trust your trust your ear, my friend. Well, thank you. And again, very cool that you know, throughout the verse, John's just keeping it pretty plain Jane, keeping the the bottom end alive and moving along nicely and subtly. But then he's adding the color in a little bit more than Brian even in the in the chorus. So you get that that switch up where the dynamics are coming from a different place. Just gives that gives the song a bit more presence and a bit more a bit more cool factor. Yeah, some good arranging. Always talk about shredders, right? When we talk about guitars, we talk about Van Halen, we talk about Hendrix, we talk about Brian May because Brian May could shred as well. But there really is something to be said for a, a guitarist who knows how to play this kind of stuff as well. You know, the really subtle, really in the pocket, in the groove type of stuff where it doesn't need to be aggressive, it doesn't need to be fast, it doesn't need to be, but it fits. It's just so tasty, so so tasty. Yeah, well, it's all about uh, no matter what instrument you're playing, it's all about doing what's appropriate and. You know, if Brian just pulled off a face melter right here, we'd be like, oh, dude, what the fuck's going on here? You know, <laughs> Freddie's getting all deep and intimate here and you're, and you're laying face melters down. We don't, we don't want that. I should also add too that, uh, and this is a Taylor tune, but, uh, it's, it seems that Queen on a whole are quite fan of the, uh, of the key of C, the people's key. And that's what this one is in too, just as a, a note. Well, and some singers do prefer to sing in some keys, right? Well, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you know, depending on the on the the range of the song and whatnot. But yeah, singers definitely do have keys they 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 prefer. And and you know, who knows? Yeah, maybe you know, maybe he wrote it in A, but Freddie says, you know what? Let's let's bump this up to C or or whatever, right? So yeah. That harmony is so good, man. Like yeah, that's it's real. So, it's, it's real sweet. Yeah, it's so funny how that can how that can like just putting that fifth harmony on that that line or on that part of the chorus just adds so much to it. Because mm -hmm. Freddie, you know, just, Freddie's just voice on its own would have been great, but it adds so much. I, I, I'm always fascinated by that stuff, and, I'm, and and still, even listening now, I'm still fascinated with the way that music moves us in different ways just by very simple little techniques. Right? We we crave to hear harmony, you know, so. So it, it just, it hits the, our human brains just right. Yeah. Okay, so we're heading into a guitar solo here. I wanted to ask you, what, what do you think about the percussion? Because obviously it's a it's a drum loop and some congas in there, and it's got a very 
sort of 80s Genesis and a lot of stuff that they were doing with this kind of stuff in the 80s. It's got that kind of feel to it. And it's one of those that you, I think at the time, might have wondered, well, I wonder if this will actually stand up. Because it is, it's of, a, it's of a time. But to me, it's so, they've, they've picked those sounds so well that it really doesn't sound that dated to me. Doesn't no, sound, it, you know? No, it doesn't. And, you know, I guess these guys are maybe, they were doing this, I shouldn't say not, you know, there was lots of drum machines happening in, in mm -hmm. 91. So, uh, but to answer your question, I, I, I don't know. I got no problem with it at all. Actually. I think it sounds fine. It, it does beg the, it does beg the question. And, you know, you and I have talked about this in the case of ZZ top where you've got such a talented drummer or in the case of, I mean, Roger Taylor's a fucking great drummer. Why, why would you use a drum machine when you could just go and, and lay yeah. this thing down yourself? So there, there's gotta be something about the aesthetic that, that he wanted yeah, uh, it, it, I mean, there's also there's also, and I'm, I'm sure this wouldn't be a burden for Queen, but just the time factor because you could you can get a drum loop going a hell of a lot faster than you can mic up a you know a, a yeah. giant kit. So, but you know, just in terms of economy, but I can't imagine that was really a factor with these guys. So, but yeah, so long story short, to answer your question in a roundabout way, yeah, I I, I got no beef with with the with the drum track. It does sound just as current. It sounds current to me as as you know. As any, as any drum machine will as any drum machine will yeah they're, they're all still modeling them after old 70s drum machines anyhow so which defies some logic but hey <laughs> Pretty great guitar solo, that mate. I was gonna say that's a really, really sweet solo. Uh, I love the, <clears throat> I love, uh, uh, I'm assuming it's the engineer doing, you know, most if not all of it, but I love the delay. I don't know if you were checking that out, and you yeah. know, and you can tell it's 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 on and it's off, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. So when he does that, doodle, 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 it's gone, but the, the previous phrase that's on and it gives you that wonderful envelope and all that, yeah. Stuff, right? It makes you, yeah, it's it's really great. It's, it's super tasteful, it's just exactly what you would want brian to do you know even with a, just a the slightest of melting faces with that nice little descending line yeah and it's got that it's funny because it does with that with that big delay on it it almost throws it back to some of those you know now i'm here or brighton rock or where you know it's, it's kind of that and it's these are the days of our lives and they're looking back but they're looking forward as well so it's got that sort of retrospective well let's just throw a little flavor of early 70s queen in there just to sort of you know, make it even that little bit more poignant. And I'm, I'm sure that all those kinds of things were deliberate and they were they were considered and they, you know, let's try it this way and try it that way and we'll we'll try it with the delay and without delay. And clearly well, they, they landed the right place. And, you know, I mean, you get your, you, you have Brian playing the solo and you're going to get Brian, what Brian does. And so it's going to, you can't help for it to not sound like Queen, right? So. Days are all gone now, but 
getting the fade out now with that little drum loop taking us if you uh if you caught those nice little uh nice little licks that brian's playing on with the just a clean guitar yeah. you know what i mean it was just super, yeah. super clean maybe even plugged that's a funk thing you know i mean it could even be plugged right into the board right and me and maybe he wasn't but that's it's it's super clean and it's just so nice and yeah that loop really comes across sounding really nice at the end and those lyrics really don't they just put that whole thing to bed it's so beautiful the chorus is great i love it at the end i mean because it's not it's not a really complex song but it, uh, at the very end they change that one of the chords out and they put the b flat in there and that gives yeah. you that you know that nice feeling and then of course the i still love you i still love you at the end pretty uh pretty powerful pretty cool and again you know we like you said we have we have covered actually a few roger taylor songs on this podcast in what is our, what are, are we 15th? Is it our 14th episode or is it 15th? I can't remember. 14. 14. So this, you know, I think we've had, what, four maybe? Mm-hmm. And we've commented on Roger's ability to ham it up a little bit in his lyrics, but this one's just very, very honest. Like it's very sincere. Again, yeah. without being super, super cheesy. And there's not, a, there's not a cheesy line in this song. It's just very wistful yeah. and nostalgic and really, really beautiful. And like you said, you know, given what we ended up finding out, learning about Freddie, it just has that layer of emotion to it for for fans that it's like, holy crap, dude, you're fucking ripping my heart out here. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a tearjerker for sure. I I I totally get it. Uh, and and yeah, I I, I have been a, a critic of Raj's lyrics, but yeah, these are these are nice. These these are really good. Although I did have to remind Kev of the uh, the American. <laughs> what's the word i'm looking for soap opera that was on for many many years <laughs> called days of our lives Jeez, <laughs> the days of our lives <laughs> oh man. how dare you silly it sir <laughs> well you know i mean that's the thing it's like we've got this yeah. beautiful song and then you know using that title and then that hor- yeah. hor- horrible soap opera <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord. And yeah, again, I mean, another, just a fantastic vocal, like absolutely. You know, and again, I think it's one of the, I'd, I'd always be curious to know, and I don't know if we do know this and if the fans, if anyone, anyone listening does know this, very curious to hear what the sequence of recording was for the songs on Innuendo, because there are definitely songs on that album where you can hear Freddie's voice is not quite as powerful. He's not quite got the, the oomph to get some of the lines over the line, right? So or some of the vocal, some of the lyrics over the line where this one, and it's not a, obviously he's not in his high range here, but he's in that mid range where it's so smooth and velvety and just gorgeous, you know? Okay. Well, I wanted to just play you, Randy, that like I said, the very last sort of little bits and pieces at the end of the video of these are the days of our lives, just because there's a little bit in this that, I, and I was reading this on, um, I was reading this on the um, on on the Wikipedia of Wiki, Randy. Have you heard of this thing, the Wikipedia of Wiki? Hmm. Sounds like something new. Um, makes me a little scared. Okay, remember remember those guys used to come around to your house, knock on your door, and ask if you wanted to buy like you know twenty five books for about six thousand dollars. It was called the Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, okay. Kind of like, like that, that? <gasps> except it's all online. Oh, I see. Wow, pretty cool. 
it's also great because it's written by normal people, so it's definitely 100% accurate in every single regard. Oh, well, I love its accuracy then. Great. But um, according to Wikipedia, so Rudy Dolezal, I believe is the way you pronounce that, was the um, one of the main directors in this. And he said that he'd been told basically that, you know, obviously Freddy's not up to a long, huge, protracted shoot, so let's make sure we just get things moving along the clip. Um, but then before they wrapped, I guess Freddie went to him and said, I just need one more run at that last line. Those days are gone now, but one still one thing's still true. When I look and I find I still love you. You know, and right. then um in People magazine, I guess Jordan Runtar wrote, on the last line, he summons all his strength for, for a final heroic pose before collapsing into himself with a soft laugh. Staring through the camera, he whispers a final, I still love you, before snapping his fingers, walking out of frame with a flourish. And the director said that, you know, in those last few seconds of that song, he gives us a resume of his whole life. I was a big superstar, but don't take it too seriously. You gotta love that. You gotta okay. love that. So I just want to show you that, basically, that, that last little sort of, I'll just, I'll, I'll skip to it and then I'll bring us back in. Those days are all gone now, but one thing's still true. But I look, and I find. I've got like you know when you get your chest tightens up when you're watching something that's like that's every single time I watch that video it's really hard to watch bloody hell yeah oh. yeah that's a tough one that's a tough one and I guess they shot it in black and white because obviously Freddie's pallor wasn't great and he's just he didn't look usually how so they shot it in black and white and and lit it really heavily to sort of get that that almost like that 50s 40s 50s sort of Hollywood glow to it to sort of disguise some of that which was that's very cool to sort of you know, make the best of a, whatever bad hand you should have been dealt. So, of course, of course. I mean, Freddie deserved all the respect that uh, we could give him. So, absolutely. Okay. Well, let's do some voting, Randy, before we sort of dig into our, our final thoughts on uh, these are the days of our lives. And I think, I'm pretty sure I went first last time. What? So I'm going to throw over to you and I'm going to ask you whether these are the days of our lives <clears throat> is going to bite the dust or whether it's one of the champions. Kevin. Mm-hmm. You know, at the end of this stuff, want? we got to, well, at the end of the stuff, we got to vote. So uh, I just want to know what, how you feel about the song. Does this one bite the dust or is this a champion? Yeah, it's again. I mean, I think any any real sort of Queen fan, this song can still reduce you to little puddles of tears. And I remember, like, you know, many times I've sat in my basement here and I've been having a few beers and I've had then a few more beers, and I've inadvisedly decided to put on one of the Queen documentaries or one of the live concerts, and I'm just end up bawling my fucking eyes out because it's just it's <laughs> over, emotion overcomes me and I'm just useless. And this is one of those songs that will do. And I, again, especially that video because it's just. Like I said, you can see John and Roger sort of they know, right? And everyone knows. And this was the last yeah. this was the last one he the last video yeah. he recorded. And that sort of final I love you to camera whispered is it's sort of that little throw into, you know, 
don't don't worry everything will be all right like you know we, we still got the music this will still all go on so don't worry but don't worry too much so it kind of left us with that which i thought was just super super cool it is very very cool and I, just to the song itself you know uh I, I i i i do like it you know does it is it maybe the style i i, I gravitate towards eh, probably not it, you mm -hmm. know is it my favorite queen song yeah i mean it's it certainly isn't but just just given the circumstances around it and and Freddie's Freddie's delivery, you know Roger writing some reasonable lyrics just to you know just to switch things up a little, yeah. Uh, and then and then you know then of course John and Brian's performances on the song are 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 great. So yeah, I mean I just I just have I have to I have to say it's a champion. Uh, although you know if we were gonna if we were gonna start doing percentages where I was telling you about you know to downvote it. Yeah. You know, I don't exactly know where this one would sit, but it would probably sit somewhere, you know, around 50, 50 on that sort of, something. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know. Well, yeah, you don't, you don't tend to go in for soppy love ballads very often, do you, Randy? No, it's just, it's just kind of, I know, it's just kind of not my thing. And, yeah. and, and, and it's not like I, I, I don't like all, all ballads, uh, because there are some, I, I have some ballads that I absolutely adore. Uh, and, and this is a good one. This is a good one. This is not like this is a bad one. Some great. I, I really like the production on this song. This whole album, actually, when we, you know, most of innuendo as we listen to it, I think you'll probably end up commenting on the production because it's like, yeah, sounds tight. You can hear everything well. The, the panning's used well. It just sounds really good, right? I, I was really impressed with actually the all the different sounds they had for Brian's guitar. Yeah, like I was mentioning the clean stuff, and then they had these chorusy stuff, and then they had a whole bunch of delays, and it was really yeah. You're right, the production is top notch, and as we've come to expect with Queen, it with you know obviously some certain certain songs excluded. <laughs> well, and obviously a song that you know, like many of the songs, well, any of the songs really from The Miracle or Innuendo, never played live. You know, you got to think this would again, you you would sort of reduce the audience to a bit of a, a bit of a puddle. You know, if you played this one live, so but I mean, I don't like, I don't know actually if they ever played it with Adam Lambert. I can't remember. Actually, I think maybe they did, and I think Roger might have sung this. Now that I'm thinking about it, when I saw oh, them live, even I'm going to check this out quickly, Randy, because I'm going to have a quick look. Well, my question was, I have a question. Uh, do you know exactly when Freddie quit touring? On what album that was, or what time? Yes, yeah, was. So it was after the Magic tour. The Magic tour was the last tour, and uh, it was after the... Magic. The dates at Nebworth were the, the I think it was I'm pretty sure it was two dates at Nebworth. Those were the last shows that Queen performed performed live, as a as a uh, original unit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so they did do it. Um, I was I thought they did. Well, as I started talking, I, I was like, oh yeah, I don't know they did do that. So I went to see. And I mean, I know that there's a lot of um, shit gets thrown the way of Queen for continuing after Freddie passed away, and I've got I do have some issues with that for sure. I think there's there's milk in a, a cow, you know, to to an ex an extent you don't need to. I think and Brian and Roger. You know, they wanted to keep playing and they wanted to keep playing Queen songs. So I, it's, I have a hard time holding a huge grudge against that. And I think that what they didn't do is they didn't tour as Queen. They toured as Queen and Paul Rogers or Queen and Adam Lambert. So I've got, you know. Hey, man, I'll tell you this. I, as a musician, I would never, ever begrudge another musician for getting out and playing uh, in however it is, however it makes sense for them to, to, to continue on. I mean, those songs are just as much theirs well and you know in a lot of these cases they're roger's songs or, or whatever yeah. you know these songs are just as much theirs as they are are freddie's and and you think of all the all the all the uh, all the love that has been spread 
uh, uh, around the world with these great songs. Yeah, with Adam Lambert singing lead, or 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 Paul Rogers, of course. So I love Paul Rogers. So yeah, I, I it's yeah, it's pretty hard to fault them for 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 going out and and doing this. And, and you know, yeah, I'm sure maybe they're maybe they're putting a a, a two story basement in their London, you know, <laughs> home in uh, Notting Hill, but you know, who am I to say? Yeah. Okay, well, that's um, yeah. I'm I'm glad we listened to this tonight. That was kind of definitely not what I was thinking we were going to get. Um, not necessarily what I thought I was in the mood to listen to, but it's a song that I've, you know, again, I I was devastated when Freddie died, and that song was very hard to listen to for a very long time. But I, I still just absolutely love it. It's got a very special place in most Queen fans' hearts, I think. Well, and and look what it did to to both of us. It, it transported us back back to the time when Freddie was was around and uh i mean you know you, you kind of forget about your own problems for a few minutes and, and 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 listen to this wonderful man sing so i think i think it's i think it's a win beautiful well on that note randy maybe we should wrap things up here and let these fine people get back to their very busy lives you guys have um, all got stuff to do quit listening to us yeah you know what you've got to do what you've got to do is get on twitter and get on facebook which it seems to be the thing that most of us tend to do these days and comment on things. So, but please do. Back to work. I'll tell you what, Randy, let's give the last word to Mr. Freddie Mercury. Bye bye. Thanks so much. Good night. Hey guys, we appreciate you giving us a listen. And you know what? We'd sure like to know what you think about Queen. You can find us on Facebook at Seaside Pod Review and on Twitter at Queen Seaside. Don't forget to check out our pals, Corey and Mark, over at And The Podcast Will Rock. We owe the format and inspiration for this podcast entirely to them. We will be back next week to spin up another song from this wonderfully diverse catalog. I'm not giving you a kiss. I'm just a musical prostitute, my dear.